Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive feeling. Find the negative. Latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mister In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute. And today, our show topic is yoga, from a student's perspective. Did you know that yoga is a great way to learn proper breathing techniques, develop greater uh, mental and, and uh, mental, physical, and spiritual clarity and focus, as well as strength and endurance? Well, today we're going to welcome Ann Curran to our show. Um, Anne is a current student of yoga and has consistently over time become very knowledgeable of this practice. I met Anne a few months ago um, at a yoga class. I was a beginner and really struggling. Um, And after class, Anne took the time to talk with me about the benefits of yoga and how yoga had helped her, and also about the journey that many of many uh, students of yoga um, take as they um, start yoga and, and and go through the process. And I I was so inspired um, after listening to Anne speak that I invited her onto our show because you know what better way to learn about a practice? Uh, what better way? Um, to what what better testimonial than than someone who is um you know who is actually um you know practicing the the, the craft and so Anne I want to to thank you thank you thank you so much for being on our show today. Thank you for having me. Good morning, Katrina. How are you? Good morning. I'm good, Anne. I'm good. So, Anne, um, you know, I let our audience know that I met you um, during a yoga class. And at the time, you know, we were both students. Um, and um, since then I've graduated, but, but um, uh, you are a current student. So I'm going to ask you to tell us tell us something about yourself. Um, well, like you said, I, I am a, I'm still a student. Um, I returned to school to work on my master's in occupational therapy, and about the same time that I started back at school full-time, I started taking yoga. Um, it was really mm-hmm. convenient because it was, like, right there at school. So it was a good way mm-hmm. for me to be um, introduced to it and to be able to start to develop my own practice. 
Okay, cool, cool. Um, so I know that you were born in Cleveland, and um, uh, you were born in Cleveland, born and raised in Cleveland, and you know, as you were as as you were kind of telling me about some things that you you you've done, I, I just thought it was really inspiring. So, can you tell us a little bit about um, you know, about um, you know, um, some things that that you've done um, in, in your life? Um, I think the biggest thing that you know people like to hear mm-hmm. about is that I am a returned Peace Corps volunteer. Um, I spent two years working in Guinea, West Africa, um, mm-hmm. as a public health volunteer. Um, my work in particular, there's many aspects of um, public health work, but my work in particular um, was a lot of HIV AIDS prevention mm-hmm. education with a lot of the mm-hmm. youth and, and adolescents. And that's kind of how I got in, um, really kind of found that in my own self, I really need to work directly with with people um, and mm-hmm. really have that that strong connection and relationship. Um, mm-hmm. It was an absolutely amazing, amazing experience. Wow, that it, it it sounds like it was an amazing experience, and and I I thank you for sharing that. Um, and I and I think that um, you know one of the reasons that wanted you to speak to that is because, you know, not only did you um, do that work, but as an occupational therapy um, student or um, as an occupational therapy professional, um, you know, you're going to be doing a lot of direct care with people. And then often when we when we do direct care, um, you know, because as a coach, I, I do a lot of, you know, direct care with, with folks, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it takes a lot of energy, you know, and sometimes it can be very stressful. And, you know, yoga is, uh, you know, one of the ways that you um, kind of take care of yourself. Yes. And um, and, and, I, and I just want to say that for those of us who, you know, who are, who are um, have, you know, day-to-day stressors, that yoga is a, is a great way of um, uh, to relax and to, to kind of give back to ourselves. Um, so I just Absolutely. wanted to say that. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, Anne, what inspired you to choose um, to choose occupational therapy as a field of study? Um, well, my story is a, is a little different. It's a little unique. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I got interested when I was in high school. My my absolute dream and desire was to go into military service. I'm mm-hmm. medically disqualified from military service um, due to a lot of the different conditions that I have. Um, so in college, I studied political science, which is how I got introduced to development work and um, how I got I went into the Peace Corps, um, which I, like we kind of talked about really showed me in my own life, I have to have that one-on-one connection. I I don't want a desk job. Mm-hmm. And so when I came back to the U.S., I really looked for a job that gave me that opportunity to really be able to connect, to really work with the person or the people that um, I was supporting or assisting um, very closely. And 
so I started um, working direct care with uh, adults with developmental and cognitive disabilities, and I've been doing that for eight years now. And through that work, I was introduced to occupational therapy as we had therapists on um, some of our interdisciplinary teams, and I saw just the absolute breadth of scope of their practice but also I learned how they take this very unique holistic approach to the person and really understanding all the dynamic intricacies, not just the surface problem and curing, you know, the surface problem, but really looking at the whole person and within their context and their environment and addressing the whole versus, you know, oh, I'm a, you know, hand doctor, so I only look at a hand. Mm-hmm. And so that's really, you know, I was like, wow, that's, that's me. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's really interesting because I, I, I didn't know that, um, you know, that occupational therapists, they look at, you know, when they're working with persons um, for a particular, um, you know, reason that they take a holistic, you know, perspective um, as they develop a plan, I, I think that's wonderful and very interesting. And, and, I, and some occupational therapists will say that they don't even develop the plan, is that it's directed by the client. It's always what is the client's goal, what is their priority, you know, what is their motivation, and that how do we meet them where they're at and help them to succeed. Interesting. Okay, well, thank you, thank you for sharing that. Um, I know we talked about um, yoga as being, um, you know, a great um, benefit, or as um, one of the benefits of yoga, of practicing yoga, as being a stress reliever. But I want to ask you, why did why did you, uh, or why did yoga become an exercise of choice for you? Um, I wanted to do something. I was I I needed to be healthy. I needed to be well. But my options are kind of limited in terms of um like normal exercise routines that people might do. Um just I ha- I already have arthritis in my in my spine, um damage in my knees, so I can't really run or do anything that's, you know, heavy impact. Um I have asthma, so I have to be careful about my breathing. Um, mm-hmm. And yoga was the one thing that I felt, you know, I could do without being high risk um, and could start doing even at the level, you know, where I was at in terms of my physical health. And, mm-hmm. you know, just starting out very slowly and not having to, you know, be a superstar on day one. Okay. And so yoga gave me a way to to begin, to start to work on my physical body and getting my physical body healthy. Okay. Wow. So I hear you saying that for you, yoga was, was a, a low-impact activity. Um, mm-hmm. That you were you were able to participate without having to worry about the effects that other exercises may 
you know, would have on you, um, you know, because of certain things. And, you know, that's interesting because, you know, like when I think of yoga, I think of people in all these strange positions, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, I can't do that. <laughs> but that's not what, ne- you know, that's not necessarily, you know, what, yo- what, what, what yoga is completely about. And so I want to ask you, um, how would you describe, how would you describe the, the practice of yoga? To me, yoga is what you make it to be. Yoga is your practice. It's wherever you are in that moment. Um, it's never the same twice. You can, one day you might do a very, you know, intense, you know, fast flow yoga session, and the next day you might need to do a very slow restorative yoga practice. And so to me it's just very much where you are, what you need, from your practice in that moment on that day. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's no set in stone, um, this is yoga. <laughs> and and I love how you say that because I can remember um, when I began to practice yoga, which has only been a couple of months ago, um, you know, I would, you know, the, the instructor would, would um, you know, do a, um, a pose and, and I would like I would laugh to myself, ha 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 ha, you know, I can't do that. But I would do what I could. And and I remember after class you said to me, you know, Katrina, it's not about what other people are doing, it's it's all about you. And mm-hmm. you do what you can. You do what's in your practice and nobody's judging you. You know, nobody's looking at you, you know, everybody's focusing on with their practices, and I, I, for me, I just thought that was so beautiful, and that just made me feel, um, it just made me feel um, so much better um, about where I was at in my practice, and that it was okay. Wherever I was at, it was okay, um, because everybody's not in the same place or space. Exactly. So I yeah, I really love how you talk about that, um, you know, your your practice. You know, everybody has their own because individual practice. Mm-hmm. Even the most, you know, experienced yoga instructors, you know, they'll tell you there are certain, you know, poses that still challenge them. They are still developing mm-hmm. their personal practice. It's, mm-hmm. it, you, you, there's never an absolute finish line. You can set goals, mm-hmm. you know, there might be poses that, that you're working on, you know, to get better at or, you know, to be able to do um, on your own, mm-hmm. but you're never completely done. You can do it for, for your whole life and, and always have new goals, always be able to, you know, push yourself a little farther whenever you're mm-hmm. ready within your practice. And it might take mm-hmm. you one day to work on something, and it might take you one year to work on something. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Now, I know that you're not a um, a teacher of yoga, um, and, you know, not, you know, you're not coming on the show as, you know, I'm this expert, you know, so, but, you know, it's your, you know, it, it is your practice. And so I'm going to ask you, what are two or three major types of yoga that you are familiar with? Um, 
the yoga that I do the most is called vinyasa, um, and it's pretty much, you know, what people would consider to be, you know, a standard yoga practice, especially here in the United States. Um, you know, it's um, there is some flow to it. Um, you know, you can work up a sweat doing it, but it's not overly fast-paced. Again, I'm very mm-hmm. conscious about how fast I move my body um, and how much impact I put into my joints. So um, vinyasa gives me the opportunity to really move and, and get a good workout, good um, exercise. Um, but then there's um, sometimes I'll do what's referred to as slow flow, which kind of slows that down and you just spend a, more time in each pose and really just kind of focusing on um, putting yourself into that pose and holding that pose and, and the benefits you can get from each pose one at a time. Hmm. Um, but probably my 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 favorite is probably restorative yoga. Um, hmm. it, just, it makes you feel so wonderful, especially after a very long day, after a stressful week, and you really um, just relax. It's a lot of relaxing poses that you'll hold for, you know, like maybe 10 minutes for each pose, and you just kind of sink and melt into into each one. And when you're finished, you just you feel absolutely restored. And so there's a great, you know, you can have a, a, a good combination within your practice to really meet your needs and where you're at. Interesting. Now, you know, what was so funny for me is um, when I first started yoga, I, you know, I'd be sweating. And I'm like, what in the world? I didn't know I was going to be sweating in yoga. <laughs> but I think <laughs> like it was like really, I, you know, I wasn't running and I wasn't, you know, overexerting myself, but I was I was sweating. I was really doing a a, a full body, um, um I, you know, my my total body was really being um, conditioned or, you know, I, I, it was just amazing. It was just mm-hmm. amazing. Okay. So you said vinyasa, slow flow, yoga, and restorative are three of the main ones that you're familiar with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. What is the history of yoga as you know it? Oh, unfortunately, I don't know much about it. Um, okay. kind of regret I'm not too aware um, mm-hmm. of the rich history and the, and the heritage. What I can tell you is that it's thousands of years old um, mm-hmm. and, and still developing. Um, mm. You know, it's still changing. There's different styles of practice still coming into yoga, um, which, mm-hmm. is, which is great because it's changing to meet, meet the needs of, of the people that are using it. Um, but I do know that it originated um, as an Eastern practice um, so to speak, mm-hmm. lack of a better term. Um, and I believe it, it it comes from India with its origins within um, Hindu spirituality mm-hmm. um, and part of their religion. But I know, um, in many, in especially here in the U.S., we look at it very much from a um, 
an exercise perspective, a wellness perspective, mm-hmm. um, but you can integrate it fully into um, your spirituality. Interesting. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. All right. And why is yoga good for stress and balance? You know, um, from you know, from your perspective. Um, balance in terms of body balance, or balance in terms of like life balance? Because it um, <laughs> Okay. Well, you know what? Talk talk about it however you see fit. Um, well, in terms of, of stress and kind of life balance, um, mm-hmm. you know, as we were talking about before, it really, um, when you, you know, they say that when you step onto your mat, it's like stepping into your bubble. And, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of the world waits. And it really allows you to, to center yourself, your your person, and your mm-hmm. mind, and um, instead of the 800 things bouncing around in your head, to be, just be focused, to be focused on your breath, be focused on that moment. It really allows your mind to kind of reorganize, reorient, and and come to focus instead of, you know, the the crazy world that we live in that pulls us in so many different directions constantly and it can so quickly overwhelm us. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it really just allows us to to reconnect our mind, our body, and our spirit back into one, back into harmony. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and use our mind and our body and our spirit together within our practice. So you know, everything just kind of comes back into focus, into a quiet focus versus, you know, the stresses of the day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, that's interesting, Anne, because, um, you know, as I um, um, have practiced yoga, what I've found is that it is one of the only exercises that, that that's really all about me, and it really allows me to focus on, on me because, um, you know, a lot of it is strength building, you know, mm-hmm. I'm looking to see, you know, it helps me to kind of see where, um, you know, where when we talk about balance, I mean, there's a um, a balance where, you know, we want to be balanced mentally, physically, spiritually. But then mm-hmm. there's also that physical balance where it helps us to align our bodies. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and yoga, it really allows us to... Um, develop our strength and to to physically uh, practice um, being able to um, to be present. Yeah, and, and I think balance is all about being present, and we don't even recognize that. Absolutely, you know, if you're doing a balance pose, and for some reason your focus is distracted. You're mm-hmm. going to lose your balance within the pose, and mm-hmm. but one of the things, as you talked about, you know, building the the physical strength within your body, the physical wellness supports the mental wellness and um, re- reducing stress. The the proprioceptive input that you get into your body from doing yoga poses helps your 
your central nervous system and your brain to to center itself, to reorganize itself, to orient itself. You know, there's lots of research that talks about the importance of proprioceptive input into our bodies and what that does to help our nervous system. And so then we're not as stressed out. We have, you know, we're better able to, you know, balance our lives. Just like, you know, when we do certain stretches and certain poses and we open up our joints and we release all that tension, you know, people know about shoulder tension and, you know, wrist tension from work and stress. And so when we open up our physical bodies, we are also taking care of our mental health and our spiritual well-being because we're um, supporting that through our physical wellness. Hmm. Yeah, I um, I totally agree with that. All right, so now this next question I'm going to ask you, you may feel like it is um, that you've answered it, and, and if you have, okay, um, I'm going to ask you. Um, how... How is yoga benefiting you, like personally, mentally, physically, and spiritually? For me personally, um, the first thing I probably really noticed was the physical changes. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course, the getting stronger, you know, becoming more flexible, things like that. But for me, I also noticed that I started healthily losing weight and keeping it off, uh, if that makes sense, versus, you know, like, oh, I need to go on a diet, and then, you know, I lose 10 pounds, and then, well, three months later, I'm back where I was. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it was, for me, it was a healthy way to lose weight and keep it off. Um, I have fewer migraines than when, than before. I have better balance and proprioception physically. Um, it's because of the damage to, to my inner ears and my eardrums. I've always struggled with my balance, my proprioception, and it's really allowed, you know, me to to really kind of train my brain to focus on where my body is so I don't fall as much as I used to. Um, if I do get a little clumsy, it's not as bad. Because I have, I've, you know, really been working on that. Um, I have fewer asthma attacks, um, fewer issues with my abnormal heart rhythm. Like, I've really seen, personally for me, a lot of the physical benefits. And I saw that, I think, before I really recognized kind of the mental and spiritual mm-hmm. benefits. Because that's kind of what I was looking for was, to be physically healthy, but I didn't even think that it would kind of affect me as much as it did physically. I was looking, you know, like, oh, I'll get stronger, you know, be more flexible. I didn't really think that, you know, I would see the changes with things like my ability to um, regulate my abnormal heart rhythm with biofeedback. I didn't really think that I would have less joint pain and less body pain, and I've had all those wonderful benefits, phys- just physically, mm-hmm. in my own body. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't get sick as much as I used to. Hmm. 
Wow. Because I'm taking care of my physical body. Mhm, mhm. And then, like and we were talking about before, that really, you know, supports your mental wellness, your spirituality. And so it's really helped me to, you know, relax, be less stressed, you know, to be calmer, to be more centered, to have, you know, like less anxiety. And, you know, to really be able, and then just spiritually, just be able to, you know, connect with myself, with my being, to be able to connect with my space, my environment better, and to connect with other people better because I'm more in tune, more aware of myself, my environment, the people around me. But, you know, I, so, I mm-hmm. that kind of took me a little longer to recognize. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it sounds like as I'm listening to you talk, Anne, it sounds like Yoga is helping you to actually be more present, you know, be Absolutely. more in the moment. Oh, that that is cool. That is a very good way to to kind of bring that all together. You you very much are focused in in the moment, whatever the moment is. It might be your yoga practice, or it might be a conversation that you're having with a friend. And really, you know, being being there and listening and um, participating in that conversation versus, oh, what's going on on my phone over here? Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. And I'm going to ask you to describe to us um, a typical yoga session for you. <laughs> for me, um, I usually do some, a little bit of warm-up, some breathing exercises, really kind of settle myself into my practice um, from from my day, kind of step onto my mat and, and be present in the moment, do some some easy stretches, some, you know, breathing to, to um, focus my mind and my body. And then um, I'll usually do some flow to really, you know, warm up my body, warm up my joints, my muscles, get the circulation flowing. And then um, a, a series of poses or stretches really based on, you know, whatever I want to focus on that day. You know, it might be uh, working on my core or it might be working on my shoulders or my hips. or um, So that part kind of changes all the time. And then um, usually some, some deeper stretches, holding some stretches longer. Um, and then always followed by, you know, a little bit of of relaxation or meditation, really just to kind of let the the benefits of the physical practice kind of just sink into the body and, and let the body kind of integrate that experience and those benefits um, into your core. It, it really is kind of important that you, even if it's a couple minutes that you do that, that relaxation or that that meditation just you know to really let everything kind of sink in and, and be integrated so that you get the full benefit of the practice mm-hmm. but it's hard to describe mm-hmm. a, a typical practice because it's it, every day is different mm-hmm. every day is mm-hmm. different 
Okay. And so, you know, what I hear you saying is that, you know, like a few minutes before the class um, actually starts, you just kind of take some time to um, just to to be, um, to center yourself, to um, like say what a you know what what a you know more active type of class. You know, you may be able to come in and you know do a stretch or two, and you know stretch a little bit, and then just kind of get right into it, but. You know, with the yoga, you just want to kind of center yourself and and um, maybe set an intention and um, you know what you'll get out of the session, what you want to get out of mm-hmm. the session, and um, you know just kind of quiet yourself down, quiet your mm-hmm. you know your your mind, quiet your body, um, and even quiet your spirit um, before you get started. Uh, which is a lot different, I think, than than a lot of other exercises because you're kind of gearing up in a lot of mm-hmm. other exercises, you know, getting ready to start moving and, and, you know, get that cardio pumping. But with yoga, it's different. It's, al- it's almost like reverse. It's like you, you, you're winding down. You're ready preparing yourself to wind down, although you're getting a lot of the same benefits. Um, Absolutely. You know, and I think, that's amazing. you know, with... Mm-hmm. With how yoga really, you know, like centers you and really requires you to, you know, focus on your breath, focus on your practice, then, you know, even, you know, like you were saying, settling our spirit so many times, you know, our our spirits are being worked as much as our minds and our bodies, and they need to be restored. And sometimes we have to take a moment to set the burden to the side or, you know, whatever might be, you know, challenging our spirit to the side and along with the cell phone, along with the agendas and everything else and just bring all three parts back to to the beginning. Hmm. And so, you know, sometimes we do, we come rushing in and we're like, and everything going on, and I just do, 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 and, and you, you sit, you step onto your mat, and everything goes to the side mm-hmm. to really allow to restore that harmony. And and I love the way you described that, and because as you as you were as you were describing that, um, it takes me back to when we're in class. One of the first things that happens when class begins is that, you know, the the instructor, she dims the lights and, you know, and we do sit for a few minutes and, and, you know, and we do kind of prepare ourselves for the the practice. Um, You know, I I think that's really beautiful. I I love it. Um, I'm loving it. So um, thanks for describing that to us. Um, How long has it taken you um, to feel the benefits of yoga? Um, it's interesting that that you asked that. Um, yoga, I think the benefits are kind of twofold. There's that immediate benefit of I just, you know, I just did a workout. I just, you know, I feel great. Um, and, you know, I, I feel re-energized. I, you know, feel less stressed. I, you know, I'm really excited or proud of, you know, what I've accomplished in my practice today. And then there's kind of those long-term benefits of, 
how it's changing your body um, over time and kind of, you know, retraining your brain to um, use your body in a different way, in a better way, less stressful way. And, um, and so I think you can see it immediately, kind of like how you were saying, I never thought I was going to sweat in yoga. <laughs> You're like, wow, I just got a workout. Right. Um, and but then I think there's also the long term benefits that you you never stop gaining. Um, I don't think I really truly appreciated the benefits of yoga until I stopped doing it for a time because I started mm. when I was at school. Um, I didn't have summer classes my first year, and so I stopped taking yoga through the summer mm-hmm. and I had a very stressful event happen in my life very suddenly and my whole body crashed. Mm-hmm. I ended up I ended up seriously hurting myself. Um and I mean there were nights where the pain would wake me up and I would just cry. And that's when I realized how much yoga had been doing for me. And I've never gone that long with, I mean, um, there are times where, unfortunately, the world, um, you know, can can take over my schedule more than I wish it would. But I've mm-hmm. always made it a point to never go that long without doing yoga because I learned a very hard lesson in what it, it does for me and how it helps mm-hmm. me to maintain my physical health. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then and, there's and times just, where, mm-hmm. I was going to mm-hmm. say, and then there's times where for me, I am, I kind of, I get yoga milestones, so to speak. Like there might be, um, there's a pose called a camel pose that when I started doing yoga, I absolutely could not do because of um, the the issues I was having with my vertebrae, especially in my lumbar spine. And it took me about a year, and I was finally able to break through that pose and finally able to do that pose. Mm. And I remember I was just thrilled, absolutely thrilled. And, like, every mm. yoga class I went to, I was like, look, I can do a camel pose. Wow. <laughs> because so many of my instructors had, no, you know, knew how I couldn't do it when I started. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move my spine like that when I started. And so, you know, sometimes you set these little goals or sometimes you don't even, you know, officially have a goal and then you break through a pose and you're able to do it and you're just like, that was awesome. So there's a lot of different ways to kind of see or feel or mark the benefits of yoga in your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just because one may, um, you know, start taking yoga and after 30 days or after 60 days, after 90 days, um, after six months, they don't see the benefits that they, you know, think that they should see or, you know, they're not, their their practice doesn't look like their neighbor's practice, <laughs> um, doesn't mean that they should give up um, is what I hear Absolutely you not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. 
And and a lot of that really has to do with how individualized yoga can be. And Mm -hmm. so it might be, um, you know, what kind of yoga are they doing compared to what their goals are? Because if you're taking a restorative yoga class, but your goals are um, really physically oriented, you're mm-hmm. gonna, you're not going to see the benefits that you think you should be seeing. You may want vinyasa, right? Right, or you, or if you're in vinyasa and you you mm-hmm. want to kick it up a notch, there's mm-hmm. you know even more intense styles okay. of yoga. Okay. So okay. you got it. You, you you know, like we were talking about earlier, there's there's no finish line. You mm. have to keep redesigning your practice to meet your needs. And mm-hmm. but especially if you're if you're brand new to yoga, um, mm-hmm. or if you're coming, you know, or if you're in a situation where you know you're not the most athletic individual like myself when I started. Um, it, it might take a while to see those, you know, those benefits that we expect to see, to see, you know, like the strengthening, to, you know, start seeing muscle tone in your leg. Um, that was a big one for me. I was like, wow, I have definition in my calf muscles. Um, wow. But um, it will it will come with time. It's mm-hmm. It's all about respecting your body and doing your practice right for your body to really build the long-term benefits. You definitely don't want to, like, rush it and then end up hurting yourself, so. Yeah. Um, But it's always, but there's still that immediate feedback of, I just had a great yoga practice every day, every time you do it. Okay. Wow. Great. Great. Now, okay, so now I don't want to trick you. So this is a question that I want to ask you that we didn't talk about. Um, okay. And, and as, we're, as, we're, as we're talking, it has to do with the yoga etiquette because I remember when we had a conversation, you know, <laughs> you, you, you know we, we spoke about that. And, and um, so, I, you know, if you just talk a little bit to yoga etiquette for those who, you know, may not be familiar, I think that'd be great. Yoga etiquette. Um, <laughs> it's an important thing to know kind of like when you join any group or class you definitely want to kind of know the rules and know the norms um every studio kind of has you know like their set of rules so you want to make sure that you know um for that that studio or or the gym or the rec center wherever you're doing it kind of you know what what their norms are um but then there's also kind of you know like the yoga etiquette that's that's pretty across the board. Things like um, you don't come to yoga class late because it's a huge disruption and interruption to, you know, come in, you have to set up your mat, you have to get organized, and everyone else is trying to be focused, and all of a sudden there's a big commotion in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, people, um, you know, a yoga instructor might ask at the beginning you know, before they start, you know, is there anything that people really want to focus on today? You know, and you might be like, oh, can we work on shoulders? My shoulders are so tight. And so then they'll integrate some poses into that session that really focus on shoulders and opening up shoulders. 
but you definitely don't want to, like, interrupt the middle of class with, can we do this pose or, you know, can we work on hips today in the middle, again, because it's such a disruption. Um, you know, you want to be dressed appropriately. Um, you know, you're going to you do a lot of moving, a lot of twisting, a lot of bending. So as much as you need, you know, clothes that allow you to do that, you want to make sure that, you know, especially ladies that we're, we're covered up no matter, you know, if we're right side up or upside down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. that we're, you know, respectful of, of our neighbors in that capacity as well. Um so it's 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 not yoga etiquette is, is not too complicated. Um it's mm-hmm. a, just a lot of civ- basic civility almost in terms of we don't want to be disruptive or interruptive to other people in their practice. Mm-hmm. Um and making sure that you know we're respectful of ourselves and our other other people in the way that we're dressed. One of the things that people may not think about is um, you don't want to wear smelly lotion or perfume to yoga class, mm-hmm. especially because mm-hmm. as we sweat, that increases the intensity of of the odor, and that can be very disruptive mm-hmm. to other people. Okay. Okay. And I remember you spoke to, to, to space. Oh, yeah, space. Um, Depending on the size of the room, the number of people in the Mm -hmm. class, um, if possible, you kind of want to make sure that you almost have two arms length between your mat and the mat next to you because that gives you enough room Mm -hmm. to turn to have your arms straight out to the side as well as your neighbor. Um, a lot of times, most of the time, we don't have that that luxury. We have to have mats closer together, and so you really have to kind of pay attention that you that you know you stagger the mats like one maybe a little forward, then the next one, and that when that you kind of stand, you know, up on your mat or back on your mat compared to your neighbor, so that you don't you know put your arms out to the side and and hit your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really want to, you know, kind of, you really be aware of um, your space and the environment and being respectful of um, everyone's personal space so that we're not, you know, right on top of each other. But I know, like, you go to Southern California and they have huge yoga studios and you might only have six inches between each mat. So you really <laughs> mm-hmm. have to... If you really have to be, you know, aware of of your body and where your body is in space and in relationship to everyone else um, so that everyone can, can successfully do their practice without, um, you know, being sideswiped, so to speak. Okay. So, yes, that, that is another important part. You don't want to, um, you know, and if your favorite spot in the room, you know, is, is taken one day when you get there, then you just go to an open spot. You know, there's Let no signs feeding in yoga, <laughs> um, things like that. Mm-hmm. And you never know; it might be, um, it might actually be really beneficial to your practice. Um, 
as you, as you know, in, in the room where we've done yoga, I, I always, I'm usually early, so I always kind of start the row in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. um, I think about a month ago, I was the only person there. So that was a new experience because I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, the instructor has no one else to look at but me. Kind of, kind of intimidating. <laughs> but then I was wow. in the middle of the room and right in mm-hmm. front of the, the mirrors. Mm-hmm. And it really opened up a new part of my practice for me to be able to use the mirrors to see mm. my body position. So, mm. you know, sometimes we got to kind of to step out in our yoga practice and and um so as much as you know I I I've never really been in that part of the room. I just always happened to kind of start the row at the end. Um mm-hmm. it was very unique experience for me to be able to to use the mirrors to see my body alignment and to adjust myself. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you for that. We are winding down, so I'm going to ask you one or two more questions. (laughs) Uh, What would you say to someone who may be thinking that yoga um, does not offer a total body workout? (laughs) Well, you can attest to that. Yoga will make you sweat. (laughs) Yoga can make me sweat. Um, I would say, you know, they haven't tried it or they haven't found the right style of yoga that they need for the physical workout that they want. And it deals with the core, you know, the core of your body. A lot of of yoga people, um, it, it works your muscles in a different way instead of, a lot of fast, short contractions like we would use in an aerobic exercise or like Zumba. You know, it it uses a lot more isometric contractions, which they hold your muscles in a longer position and for a longer period of time. So you're still really getting a workout. It's just in a different way that people aren't used to. So when they start sweating, they're like, whoa, (laughs) Um, because it's still really using your muscles. Um, but you really, there are, you know, some other styles of yoga that are out there that, um, you know, you can get, you know, take a power yoga class, which is, um, it's, it's a faster kind of flow, um, and it's more aerobic oriented kind of in the way that you really move through paces, poses at a faster pace. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say that um, it, it will give you a, a full body workout. You have mm-hmm. to kind of find the style of yoga to meet your needs where you're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you are more athletic, if you are, you know, very physically fit with you know a high aerobic endurance, then you probably want you know a more intense style of yoga to meet your needs. Okay. The only time so I would say that you're not going to get that total body workout is if you were doing, like, a restorative style of yoga. Mm-hmm. And you can always speak to a yoga instructor to figure out what is the best um, yoga for you and for what your Absolutely. needs are and your goals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. All right, Anne, um, let me see. Um what advice would you offer to someone thinking about exploring yoga? <laughs> Try it. <laughs> Try it. You, you, yeah, you, you 
can't you can't turn it on until you've tried it. Um, okay. I I would say you definitely can't go wrong with yoga. Um, as we were kind of just talking about, the hardest part is finding what you need because yoga can be so individualized. And there's so many different types of yoga. Every studio is different. Every instructor is different. Every day, every practice is unique. So it's not something that you can, like, try once and say, I loved it or I hated it. You Mm -hmm. have to really um, do a practice and really kind of explore it. There's no cookbook recipe for the right kind of yoga you you got to you got to see what's going to meet your needs. Okay. I think right. kind of the mm-hmm. the second thing I would tell somebody is that if you're starting yoga and you're concerned about, you know, like your physical health or some physical limitations you have, you can always mm-hmm. talk with your doctor, but yoga is rarely contraindicated by physicians because it is so adaptable. And then you can work with your yoga instructors to, uh, you know, talk with them about, you know, where you're at physically, what your needs are, what your concerns are, um, and they can help you um, design your practice to meet your needs. And they can modify poses to help you. um, And then as you become, you know, stronger and as you know, if you're using it as part of recovery, maybe from a surgery or an accident or something, you know, as you get better, you can, you know, slowly increase, you know, the the intensity of your practice to continue to, you know, to help you to get stronger. So, um, and I would definitely suggest, especially if you're, if you don't have any kind of um, knowledge of yoga, is Look for a studio or a, a rec center or gym that has beginner classes mm-hmm. because those classes, those instructors really will help the a new yoga student to build a very strong foundation of solid poses that they can then build their yoga practice on. Um, and then that way you're also in a class with beginners, which might be a little less intimidating than being in a, you know, in a room full of, um, yogis or, you know, people who, who are very advanced who have been doing this, you know, 20, 25 years and, um, mm-hmm. you know, that sometimes, you know, I still look at with like, wow. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, that, and the next thing I would probably say is don't be intimidated, you know, going into a yoga studio, kind of like how you were saying um, everyone's focused on themselves. It's it's about your practice. It's about where you're in, at in the moment. It's never a competition. And, you know, the other people are just glad that you're there to be with them and that they're glad that you're doing yoga and that you are focused on your practice and your, you know, wellness. And, you know, they're, they'll be supportive and encouraging of you in that. Not, mm-hmm. you know, everybody had to start somewhere. Everybody had a day mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. um, the last thing I, you know, kind of like you would just say, I would say, you know, make sure that you brush up on your yoga etiquette. 
you know, know kind of the rules and the norms of the class so that um, that you can be a, a positive influence in that in that class. Hmm. Cool. And uh, we were talking, you and I, we were talking a few days ago, and you made a comment that you're living for yourself at 30. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, people say they have midlife crisis. You know, they turn 50 and they buy a Corvette. I turned 30 mm-hmm. and I said, I, you know, my life has got to change. Um, I had a very, very stressful job working almost 80 hours a week. Um, wow. I was in a very bad situation for my myself, just my whole well-being, you know, mm-hmm. as we've been talking about with yoga mentally, physically, spiritually. I was in a very, very dark place. And when I turned 30, I kind of said, this is enough. Like, mm-hmm. I can change this. I can change the direction that my life is going. And and yoga was a very important part of that, part of, you know, Mm -hmm. I started yoga for my physical wellness. And now, as we've talked about, it's really, I've seen the benefits, you know, like mentally and spiritually as well. But when I looked at my physical well-being and I started doing yoga when I turned 30 as part of kind of putting my life on a new path, you know, I walked out of my job one day, drove to the East Coast to see friends that I haven't seen in five years because my job has been that intense, mm-hmm. and came back and signed up for, for school and <laughs> took a two-week vacation, which was absolutely unheard of, and mm-hmm. submitted my resignation, and I went back to school. I started doing yoga. And, you know, things aren't perfect now, but I feel like I have a goal. I feel like I have a purpose. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know, school is intense and can be very stressful, but I feel like there's a reason for it, that in the the end I will be better Mm -hmm. for the stress right now versus just never-ending chronic stress that seems to have no purpose, no meaning, no value. Mm, wow. And, you know, there, there's things I laugh about. You know, I turned 30. My triceps got their own wave when I say goodbye to someone. Um, <laughs> they still kind of, <laughs> you know, whenever I do downward dog, I, I always think about, you know, like tightening up my triceps. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's what, you know, it's one of those things as ladies. When we turn 30, you know, your triceps still. <laughs> You're like, oh, but um, I really, you know, and really working, you know, going back to school for occupational therapy, you know, really looking for a job that allows me to do what I love mm-hmm. without working to death and, mm-hmm. you know, still being able to to afford to to live without having a stress, you know, about it every day. And, you know, and I really just kind of, I hit that mark where I was, like, kind of hitting rock bottom Mm -hmm. and said, you know, I'm done. 
I don't have to be like this. I can be happy. I can be healthy. And yoga was a huge part of that. Returning mm-hmm. to school to, you know, really set my my job goals, my career goals in the direction that I wanted them to go, mm-hmm. where I really felt I had meaning and purpose. You know, reconnecting mm-hmm. with my family, with my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I started traveling again, something I, you know, really hadn't done. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, really taking that 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 wholeness approach to, to well-being and looking at, you know, not just my physical health that had suffered so much, but my mental health, my spiritual health, and and connecting all of those and bringing those back. And, yeah, it, it doesn't happen overnight, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely feel that I'm on a better path now. Wow. Wow, I applaud you. I I applaud you, Anne, um, because it takes courage to change. You know, it takes courage to to recognize that I don't like this and, and I want to do something different and to to move forward not knowing what it what it looks like. Um, and it, and that so that I, was a a, mm-hmm. a very scary part for me was moving forward mm-hmm. and not knowing what it looks like. That's that's really something outside of my nature, something I'm trying to to make a conscious effort to do more of, where it doesn't have to be perfect. I don't have to know all the details, maybe, and have the full, you know, minute-by-minute agenda, and I'll still be okay. Yeah, and, and what, I hear, what, what I hear you saying is that you listen to your spirit. You know, you you listen to what your, your your spirit and your body was saying to you, and your body was saying, "This is not working for me. you know, this is not working for us anymore. Enough is enough. You know, we've got to do something different. You know, your mind, body, and spirit needed to work in conjunction, and 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 you know, and you you know took some, some risks, and you you know, you said to yourself, "I need to do something that's going to, you know, that's going to balance me out and make me happy." And, you know, every day is not a walk in the park, but, you know, it sounds like you're much more happier and feel much more fulfilled than you were. Yeah. So I, I, I just, I, I commend you. I commend you. You are, you are one of the neatest, you know, one of the coolest people I've, 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 I've ever met. <laughs> And and uh yeah, and I wanna thank you. I wanna thank you for taking the time, um, you know, to come on to the show and and talk about um you know, your practice um as it relates to yoga. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, you are for welcome. me. I was like, Why would anyone wanna ask me my story, what I do? So oh, I'm even even to me that that was just so affirming mm-hmm. just to be asked i can't I can't thank you enough oh, you've given us a wealth of, of of insight um into the practice of yoga you know you you honestly have and it's been from your perspective yeah and we we thank you for that so you are welcome on our show anytime and I'd like to invite you back. Once you Anytime. graduate, <laughs> once you Absolutely. graduate, you can, 
So you can tell us about this December field of occupational 2014. therapy. Woo-hoo. December. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Are you funny, right? <laughs> you are funny. You are funny. I would love to speak with you again, tell you about cool. all my great clinical experiences and fieldwork experiences yes. and, and where I see yes. my occupational therapy practice going and you know we and we're learning more and more about using yoga in occupational therapy so I think that's great um Uh so we're looking we're we're looking forward to that we're we're look and we're we are rooting you on okay thank you (laughs) I need I need you all the welcome. positive energy, all the energy and light that people can send my way. Yes. Oh. Okay. Well, we are going to bring uh, this um, episode of Positively Affirmative to a close, and we want to thank you, our listening audience, for tuning in. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, where we teach women how to create positive shifts in their work-life balance so they can become the directors of their own life stories. Is your life story one you'd love to see improve? If so, call me for a 30-minute complimentary coaching session and learn how to edit your life story. We can be reached at kjones at prosperitylifecoach.com. And please join us every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. and bring a friend to share the prosperity. All right, Anne, have a great week and abundant blessings to you. Thank you. You too, Katrina. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.